Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Totally Indian Football Show with me, your host Siju, and I am super excited. Well, every time I do a podcast, I am, but this is a double happiness for me that I have a privilege to host this particular gentleman on my show this time around as a coach. And this was long overdue um, because also tell our listeners some backstory to uh, you know me as a journalist and Arata as a player. Um, Arata Yuzumi was the first player footballer I ever interviewed uh, for me when I started off, you know, as a journalist with uh, the Fan Garage. So this person and his family will always be special for me. So it gives me immense, immense pleasure and happiness and joy to welcome you, uh, to welcome uh, this person to all of you. And we're going to have a great chat and I'm sure it will be a good one. Uh, Arata Yuzumi, uh, you know, you are known as the Indian Samurai in your playing days. Uh, thank you so much for taking time and welcome to the show. My pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you for the nice introduction. Uh, always good to catch up with you. So let's enjoy the show. Yes, absolutely. So let's get started. Now, we've spoken, you know, I to tell our listeners also the fact that it was my first interview of a footballer. Yes, I was super pumped. This was when, you know, the tail end of Arada's career while he was playing at Mumbai FC. Um, and I still remember after training, he gave me the time. He sat in a hotel in Churchgate uh, or in Kolaba that side. And it was a one and a half, one hour, 45 minute interview, which I had to break down in three parts. Uh, but that was like, he just, he just opened up and I was just blessed to share that story from the time he first kicked the ball at the age of nine. I still remember the story until he, could, <laughs> he was with Mumbai FC. But uh, we've done that. I will probably plug in on towards that story so you can read it on the Fan Garage website. But this one is going to be all about his coaching journey and how he's been uh, fed in that so far. So Arada, you are a coach at Alliance, Young Champs, uh, Alliance Foundation Young Champs. Um, what's the age category that you coach? At this moment, I'm uh, coaching U19. Okay. And to give us a little bit of uh, backstory in terms of where you started your coaching journey, right? And we all know that when a player, while playing itself, he understands or wants to pursue coaching because he has to begin his journey of getting the licenses done. So when was it that for you that you wanted and you decided to you know, pursue coaching? So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I have to go back quite a uh, here uh, to start with, uh, I always wanted to uh, be a coach uh, since 18 years old. So actually, my first uh, coaching license was when I was in uh, 19 years old in Japan. Uh, uh, Japanese tea license it was. Since then, I was always interested in. And, uh, I was clear about my idea that after playing career, I pursued my career as a football uh, coach. And uh, after I came to India, even before India, so in Japan as well as in Singapore, so I used to take a, a small training session for the school kids of the particular clubs. And uh, after I came to India, I used to invest some time during my holidays to make sure that I, I'm coaching the children. And uh, sometimes it was senior. Whenever I go back to Japan uh, for my holiday, I used to visit some of the senior team, some of the youth team to uh, uh, keep uh, updating myself as a coach as well. And uh, as you mentioned, I, my, it was my objective to finish at least uh, AFCA before I finished my career, and which I could make it happen. So that was really good. And uh, yeah, th- big thanks to Reliance Foundation Young Champs after my playing career. It was really, really smooth for me. 
uh, to get into this uh, next chapter chapter of my life uh, as a coach. And uh, this organization is giving me everything that I can uh, progress or develop myself as a coach so far. Yeah, now you've gathered the knowledge, you know, as a player, you have a set of knowledge about understanding about the game, you know, as you progress uh, within the years. But it's completely different when it comes to coaching because you're no more a player. You have to now, you know, put yourself uh, into a coach's role um, and assess and, you know, get the sessions done. You know, you're watching the match now, not anymore as a player, but how can you get the entire team's responsibilities on you? So, was that transition really smooth uh, for you because you have a playing background or because the coaching role comes with its own responsibilities and challenges, it took a while for you uh, to settle it into this role? Uh, relatively smooth, I would say. Uh, in terms of uh, uh, see, uh, the organizing the session or the creating the annual plan or you know all these things I, I've already done uh, during my career as well, a playing career as well. But uh, the most biggest struggle was uh, sharing the knowledge, uh, uh, passing on the knowledge to the player. Uh, when I was player, I just need to play, isn't it? But now being a coach, I have to pass on that uh, uh, knowledge to the player or make them understand with the uh, specific language or the, you know, the sometimes simple one, sometimes complex one. It was really, really challenging for me to, how do I say, uh, uh, talk football instead of playing football, right? So that took a while for me to understand uh, uh, the, the feeling uh, of, yes, I'm very clear, uh, with the objective, and uh, I can see that the players are uh, clearly understanding the objective which we want to, as a team, we want to, what as an individual, we want to work on. So, yeah, that way it, it took time. But, uh, yeah, now I'm feeling much, much more comfortable. And uh, again, you know, I'm lucky to work with a uh, uh, high potential player in uh, in this academy. So that way, uh, again, uh, I'm in a very luxury position to keep developing myself, I believe. Am I making sense? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Uh, but you're, you, you mentioned the start, you're coaching at this point, you're coaching under 19 team. Uh, so when you started, what's the age group that you started with? So I started with U13. Then uh, went up to use 17 and 18, and now it's 19. Okay, okay, great. What has been your learnings uh, from, you know, engaging yourself within these category age group? Because you were once that age and you've gone through the process and you were once that player. And at times as players, uh, because we are young or, you know, you're passionate and you want to play, uh, you might not probably at times agree with what the coach wants you to do. So how is that now, you know, now that you're playing the role on the other side and you have to deal with these youngsters. So how has that made you probably more uh, accepting to the changes that's happening in football as well? I think this way, the my uh, my playing career or, the you know, since I started my playing football since nine years old, right? I think this experience helped me a lot understand what the player feels. And, uh, you know, eventually it comes down to the honesty. It comes down to the proper explanation to each player, not the 
uh, team as a whole, but, uh, you know, although there's a 15 players and uh, we call it's a football, football, the team sports, but uh, it's a team, but uh, again, it uh, comes down to the individual, right? So if you are、uh, being able to speak to the individual to understand the player him,、uh, uh, as an individual, I can,、uh, I guess we can make a much more、uh, clear picture between a coach and the player. So there won't be the player is feeling、yeah, disagreement to the coach,、uh, or the, what I'm trying to do, the player is not understanding or not,、uh, digesting it positively. It shouldn't be the case. And,、uh, yes, with my experience, I had a lot of, uh, uh, case like this that I didn't agree to the coach. But if I look back to it, that time, the,、uh, the explanation was not there from the coach or the,、uh, I was not convinced by the coach. So my focus is, uh, uh, quite a lot of weight goes to that to make sure that each player is understand and、uh, convinced or agreed, uh, with me and him, me and team, team and me, him and me. And we are working on towards to the same direction, which is a, uh, individual development. Right. I think, yeah, that's where, uh, whole communication aspect, uh, becomes very key, right? I mean, you have to be crystal clear as, Uh, with regards to what you want the player to get it done for you.、Um, and I think that's a great point to have that. And that's something also probably with the sport that things are changing. I mean, it's not what it was probably while you were playing.、Uh, there are a lot of changes happened since then. We call it modern football now.、Uh, so I think these are the few things that even coaches are trying to imbibe、uh, with regards to building that one relationship, which also includes having a clear communication. And as you mentioned, The whole individual、mm. development,、uh, which pushes then for the team to become better. So, yeah, that's, that's a great point over there.、Mm. Somewhere there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just, I hope I've got it right. <laughs> of what yeah, yeah, yeah. But see,、uh, yours, yours could be, but it's almost in the same line. So, it, it's difficult for me to explain, you know. Uh, uh, but anyway, yeah, we are in the same line for sure. Let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and from as per to as per with regards to coaching and playing, how different are these two? Dif- I mean, these particular roles? Because you've been a player and now you're a coach.、Uh, what are the differences, similarities, and how has it been for you? Like,、mm, of course, I mean, the job is、uh, 180 degrees different. It's about.、Uh, It's not a playing football anymore, but, uh, uh, coaching football. So, like I said, it's, it's not easy to,、uh, express football with the words, right? Uh, it's much easier,、uh, to express with the action football is. Of course, it's a sport. <laughs> so you can easily,、uh, show the,、uh, demonstration whatsoever. But if you have to,、uh, explain that in details, in specific,、uh, points, Uh, it is very difficult, difficult,、uh, sometimes because you play、uh, almost unconsciously. You can play football, right? You are almost mastering the、uh, skill or the, the, say,、uh, say situational awareness or the anticipating,、uh, the next action, what's going to happen because of this situation or that situation, right? But then that passing that knowledge to the player is completely different,、uh, challenge,、uh, when you are a player and a coach. So that is a one biggest difference. Also, <clears throat> I'm doing the youth coaching. So youth development, co- I mean, youth side. So my focus goes more on the development 
hence I have to understand the player uh, much more than the senior level. Why? Because those players are always looking for, uh, how do I say? They also need to be valued by what they think, right? Then, uh, it's so difficult to explain though. Mm. But anyway, it's not result oriented. So it's more on the developmental oriented. So I have to go down. We have to go down into the develop, uh, development of the individual and I have to make sure, uh, everything's around that objective. Mm. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, mm, prayer. Mm. Difficult to explain though. <laughs> no problem. I think uh, basically, if you have to put in simpler terms, as a player, you would probably more focus on yourself. But here, the responsibilities are much larger because as a coach, you have to take care of each and every player in the team because the result will come only when the team plays and performs as a as a unit. Um, what do you miss from your playing days? If there's something that you dearly miss, apart from okay, you've missed probably missed the playing. Uh, playing time of the sport, uh, but apart from that, what else do you miss? Mm. See, youth coach again. That comes down to that. See, I like the results. <laughs> I like that uh, you know, like a really result oriented uh, black or, or black or white. Uh, but when you do the youth coaching, that's not apply, right? Because it's not result oriented. So if I miss one thing uh, when I was player, and at this moment being a youth coach is that. I want to put myself into that really serious, uh, uh, competitive uh, environment. Whether you win or lose, you lose, you lose your job. You win, you get more. A simple that. So that part, yes, I'm missing it a bit. Otherwise, you know, yeah, of course. Other, otherwise, playing time, yeah, sometimes that's why I play with uh, with uh, my my boys, and I try to show off a bit more. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, it's it's. It's it's fun to be a coach. Yeah. Now, as you mentioned, your youth team coach, uh, but grassroots is such a key aspect, right? Because that's where you do all the developing side of it, and where you you know you reap the rewards once the player is grown up and you know uh, is ready to face that competition side of things. So, uh, in a way, coaches like you are playing that key role at that level. You know, getting that knowledge, getting those licenses done. Um, and investing in the grassroots and youth football. So, what been you've been here for years now, and you've grown on to take up the under nineteen at this point. Uh, how do you see as a whole in general about Indian football? To say how are we standing today with all of these programs like uh, this? You know where you're catering towards and investing in the youth side of things, as opposed to when you were probably playing or started playing in Indian football. Uh, how are things and how do we stand at this point? It's progressing, definitely. You know, academy like this, Reliance Foundation Young Champs, is here existing in India itself is an uh, amazing uh, improvement, uh, pro- progression. Uh, uh, but at the same time, uh, the progression is uh, uh, slower than what it is. Uh, it should be, I believe, because, uh, uh, see, Definitely, in Indian football is uh, improving, but at the same time, world football also improving, and the speed of uh, uh, world football improving is still faster than the how Indian football is uh, improving. From beginning, there's a huge gap between world and uh, India, and uh, the gap is becoming bigger and bigger. If this is the pace that we are uh, uh, developing, so 
it is a urgent matter that we need many more uh, academy or the uh, youth developmental side like Red Lions Foundation Young Champs uh, in all over the country to secure the uh, playing time for each categories uh, uh, to keep developing or the providing the uh, talent for the future of Indian football. Otherwise, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be very difficult. You know, people, people were talking about 2030 World Cup or uh, 10 years down, we should be playing World Cup or some of players should be playing in Europe. Uh, you know, it's a, uh, you can talk about the dream, no problem. But, uh, if you talk about the dream, you got to do, you got to act on it. And, uh, the dream, yeah, I mean, the objective should be realistic as well. At this moment, talking about Europe, uh, Indian player going Europe and successful, it's impossible. But uh, still people expect that to happen. So, you know, the gap is there. The actual, uh, youth coach or the, we uh, walk on the pitch and uh, see the reality and uh, uh, the people talk about their dream is there's a huge gap. So, you know, we need to imp- mm, develop our understanding of uh, uh, football uh, much more than now uh, if we want to really achieve the objective of, for example, India playing World Cup or the India competing with the uh, top Asian countries like Japan, Korea, Australia, uh, so on. So, so yeah, and b- maybe sound a bit negative, but I think this is a reality. We need to really wake up. You know, since I came to India, we were always talking about uh, India is a uh, sleeping giant, right? Sleeping giant. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we are yeah. still sleeping giant today. And we are talking the same thing, grassroots. I think I heard this grassroots. Since I came to India, 2007, okay, maybe a little bit later, 2008, eight, nine. By then, we were already talking about grassroots. But then, since then, 15 years already, uh, country like India have full of resources, full of uh, potential, full of uh, talents. I don't think that this is where we should be at this moment. Ideally, but uh, the positive part is things are happening. So that way, it's good. Yeah, the pace that we are moving is probably very, very slow as compared to the other countries. I mean, we don't even have to compare to our European neighbors. I mean, European countries, but we can only take a look at Asian football, right? Um, We are still lagging behind among them. And the little is clear, right? Yeah, still we we are talking about a cheat and not at uh, way to low level, you know, by now. We shouldn't be talking about that anymore. But the fact is, it's there. And it's a really, really bad culture that it's imprinted in this uh, Indian football. Sad, but uh, that's, a, that's a fact. We just need to face and we have to tackle it. Yeah. Yeah. As someone who's working in, in the industry and as, as a coach in the Indian football ecosystem, rather, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts? What do you think? How can you curb something like age fraud? Because even for the federation or anyone, um, it had the roots are deep rooted <laughs> rather uh, f- about this whole issue. So, how do you think we can probably bring out, a, bring out, bring about at least some kind of change uh, with regards to age fraud? Uh, we have to change our mentality completely. 
And we have to understand that you you don't need to win things. You just need to focus on developing the player. And eventually that's going to help the ecosystem as well. At this moment, ISL Club are paying so much money uh, for the players and buying and spending transfer fee, uh, spending calor, calor uh, of money to buy foreigners or even local players. But instead of that, if you have enough uh, proper form or the proper use development system, each club and uh, 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 investing some money and time, you can produce the players because it's it's proof that the uh, the Indian players have enough talent to compete compete with a uh, abroad team. For example, we go to Japan. Twelve years old, we went to Japan and we compete with J League team players. We can compete that time. Twelve years of being twelve years old, that itself is proof that they, you know. Indian football can reach this level if there's a proper setup. Then it means the uh, the age club should be able to provide uh, uh, so-called good players for their team. Hence, they don't need to pay so much of money for transfer fee or the uh, player salary. But uh, with decent amount of money investment, and you can create a good player for your team as well as you can sell those players to the other club. So, you know, ecosystem also becomes much much healthier than at this moment just throwing the money. From the pocket to the, uh, you know, into whatever it is, and you are not making any money out of that, right? So it's strange that uh, we don't see that way. It's uh, ISS already seven, right? This is ISS seven or ISL eight? I think we are entering into the ninth edition, the one that's coming up. Ninth, you see, it's nine, a ninth edition. Nine years, nine years in the. How many clubs have the proper use development set up? Uh, shocking. But yeah, that is where we are at this moment. So yeah, we can dream big, but uh, yeah, look at look at us. We are nowhere close. But yeah, good thing is, is things are happening. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It's it's definitely uh, not as the same as probably when you started playing. That's that's the whole point. But uh, I mean, you don't have to feel sorry or about you know feel bad about the fact that these are negative points. Now, things when you don't agree with the majority doesn't become negative, but it's a very constructive uh, outlook to that, and that is the reality. I think that's some most of them are uh, talking about those aspects to be realistic, uh, even when <laughs> while we are dreaming probably. But Arada, coming to the point that. You know, uh, how has your understanding of the sport changed uh, now that you're coaching, or has it changed? Has it like you know upgraded? Have you uh, got better understanding of the sport? And uh, does you know coaching help you with that regards? Mm, idea about football remains the same, um, but uh, of course I'm, I'm I'm keep updating myself, so I try to. Understand what is more than football. What is the difference between when I was playing and now? What is the trend of the football at this moment? And at the same time, I'm aware that you know these trends comes and goes. Uh, whichever the team becomes a champion of the Champions League or the World Cup, the football becomes trend. So it doesn't mean that I have to use the trend at this moment. Uh, rather than that, understanding the each player's uh, characteristics and try to find the best way. For each player to uh, play with their maximum potential. So yes, I'm updating myself and uh, I'm gaining my understanding uh, more in terms of uh, new new uh, informations. But uh, my core uh, of understanding of football remains the same. 
It's all about giving 100%, all about defending together, attacking together in uh, each moment of the game, which is uh, maybe four moments if you want to call it five moments, including set pieces, but uh, basically attack, defense, transition to attack, transition to defense, how you tackle in that situation and uh, which way and what is the agreement between the team and uh, uh, yeah. Right. Now, you mentioned that you kind of also miss the competitive nature, you know, as that you had as a, a player. So, to ask you about your future plans, does, do we, would we see Arata Izumi probably take up a bigger role in a competitive environment as a coach? Mm, I don't know what do you mean by bigger role. I'm, I'm having a huge role here already, but in terms of competitive, that is my objective. I would love to, I, I am always uh, looking for the opportunity to get into the senior level. So if it's right timing, right right place, then uh, definitely I'll try, uh, try my best to get the opportunity. Okay. Finally, I think you must have answered this question in all the responses that you gave. But just to probably reiterate on that, what do you enjoy the most about coaching? Mm. <laughs> Winning things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, same time I, I, I can say fairly I, I enjoy watching uh, you know players development you know you can see uh, eventually player in a sense they are football but before football they are human beings right so they get happiness you know and you can see the happiness when you con- especially when you connect to the player like they want to share uh, with me that you know this part is going well you know coach it was not happening but now it's happening and you can see that excitement the, the the actual development is that you know everything is in that smile right so that way i definitely enjoy and uh, i'm always uh, uh feeling lucky to be a coach of uh, uh players here not only my u19 but all of the players uh, here so i'm in a very uh, lucky position i must say <laughs> Right. I think uh, so am I. I am blessed. And again, as I mentioned in the start, thank you so much for this privilege for always, uh, you know, probably responding to my messages and being this sweet person. Uh, Thank you once again, Arata. Thank you so much for taking time uh, and sharing with me and coming onto the show. Thank you so much. You're most welcome whenever you want to talk. Let's talk. Yes, absolutely. Now I think it's time I should also probably say, you know, come say hi to your family as well. It's been a while. (laughs) Yes, sure, 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 sure. So thank you so much once again. All the very best for whatever is ahead of you and hope to see more of Arada Izumi in the coaching side. Thank you. To all our listeners, thank you once again, guys, for tuning into the Totally Indian Football Show, for showering all the love. Continue to do that. Do follow and subscribe to our podcast. It's available on all audio platforms. So please do that and uh, let's make some more buzz and noise among around these people that their stories need to be heard uh, and you know deserve to be shared. So thank you once again. And uh, this is me, your host, Sidru, signing off. Bye.